First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. What? Welcome to Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. We are live at Mallard's in Bloomington, 81st and Penn. We are going to be here for another hour if you want to come on down. We are taking, uh, you can possibly win. You guys, if you show up, drop your name in a box. You could possibly win two tickets to the My Talk 20th Birthday Bash at Lush Lounge and Theater in Minneapolis on July 21st. We are drawing winners at the end of this hour, so you still have time to get down here. We've got a great crowd. These guys are at Ballard's. is open for a special secret brunch today from 9 to 11. Exclusive. Are, and then on Sundays, they are open for brunch regular, but this is an exclusive lunch, or brunchy <laughs> brunch. Uh, I'm Steph March. I have Jake Larson here, Giant mm-hmm. Baby. We've yep, got yep. Polly on the, on, the, on the keys. We are going to take one call, you guys, from Brian from the holdover from the last hour. Brian, are you there? Here. You're always here, Brian. I kind of was thinking that today we were talking. Yep, you guys remember Brian. We miss you. We were talking safe fair foods, and I thought specifically we got to get Brian's way in. What are you most well, excited for? I, I haven't really seen. I've only heard, but I haven't heard Giggles Campfire Grill if they have anything new. You guys, you're right. Oh my God. We this is this the first time we don't have a Giggles entry onto the list, kids? I know someone's gonna have to do some quick googling on that, but I don't think I remember seeing something from Giggles. Which would be really strange. But you still can always go to Duck Drummies. Duck Drummies were your favorite, aren't they, yep. Doc? Yep. Um, is there anything that you are excited for on the list? Um, I, I really haven't heard. And I go to, I go to the oh, wild rice specialties for the That's true. burger with cheese and onions. Yep, you do. And I love that one. Duck Drummies, are, I keep it basic. and you Keep it basic. <laughs> I love it. I All right. I want to know your current, go, your go-tos every My day go-to- there. Okay, so when I go there, you know that I always get that bologna sandwich from Netterfield. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that. Pickle so, dog. Yep, and a pickle dog, of course. Pickle dog is like a standard. That's maybe why the pickle pizza sounds so good to me, because I'm yeah. already in a pickle place. We've already, okay. we've already, it's already been proven that pickles can do well at the fair. Yes. Now, I'm going to tell you that the, the thing I'm most worried about, and Brian, I don't know if you remember this, but I love the pretzel house pretzel. 
And last year they weren't serving it. They only did it around the pretzel dog. And that's not the same for me. So very excited. So we'll see you out there, Brian? Uh, Yes. Yes, you will. Okay, sir. Good to see you. Good to see you. Talk to you soon. Okay, Brian is a frequent caller, and we love having him on. All right, you guys, it's time for the top two in hour two. Give me the one two. And now, the Weekly Dish presents... Top two, top two. The top two... Pick your best two. In our two. All right, give me two, winning, winning, winning. Okay, so it's the time of the show that we like to talk about things that we are sort of mildly obsessed with, we can't stop thinking about. Mm-hmm, Jake, mm-hmm. why don't you go first? All right. The number... So, <laughs> little. I've been uh, out in Washington for long enough. Yeah. Um, and i uh, got to say, the one thing that's like... I'm back home. It's good to be home. Good to be home. Excited to go back. One of the big draws back uh, that's bringing me back out to Washington, uh, flagship, sharp cheddar cheese. Oh. Uh, they make it uh, right in Pike's Place Market um, in Seattle, but they also uh, they like may have a little uh, mac and cheese in the market, but they also sell it at SeaTech Airport. The airport. The and kid comes home, and the minute... You get off the plane, I've known that you've had mac and cheese. I make a point to always allot time in my trip to the airport to make sure I can switch terminals, get the mac and cheese, and then get me. to my flight. That's that's a weekly dish here is what that is. So It's actually Beecher. Pull up the, the picture because the, the actual company is named Beecher's. Right, right. And the, this is their flagship cheese. It's this cheddar. You can find this at... Yeah. No, you, you can get this around here. You can find this around here. It makes a killer mac and cheese, you guys. Yeah. It's, it's a white cheddar. It's just a really powerful white cheddar. Um, and yeah, no, it's... it's That's your fave. <laughs> it's something special. Is it? Do you feel like this basil cheese that we have in front of us could make a good mac and cheese? It could. I would be down for that. I'd be interested to see that. Okay. We might try to make it. Okay. Um, okay. So my first uh, top two in hour two is going to be um, the Taher organization. This is a funny, weird one, but... I'm just saying I actually emceed their chef cook-off last night, mm. and I got to hang out with some of the people. Now, Taher is um, an organization. They do mostly food service, and um, so it's not anything that we can, you know, like go out and get or whatever. I'm just saying sure. it's a really great company, and I got to talk to a lot of the people who work there, and they were all so supportive and happy of, their, of this company, and it's a locally-based uh, food service uh, company that basically covers 27 states, a lot of schools. A lot of hospitals, things like that, but they're they're obviously treating their their company their employees right because so many people came up to talk to me about um, how great they were, and I wanted to shout out because mm. a lot of them were listeners. Mm, so love, love to hear it. Shouting out to the Taher group because they did, and, the, and some of them might be hungover. That's all I know. <laughs> that's all I know about that. But um, yeah, they were wonderful. So that's that. Okay, Good so stuff. what's your second one? Number two is going to be uh, Steve Lacey. He just dropped an album yesterday called Gemini Writes. Oh. Um, my, I've been, I, pretty much the entire day yesterday was on repeat. It is just beautiful. Front to cut, fr- uh, cover to back, it's just... It's gorgeous. It, it is. It just feels really good. And is Steve? He, where is he? Is, do we know where he's from? Like Steve Lacey? We don't know anything uh, about his bio. I think he's. What's the genre? Like what kind of what kind of music are we talking? It's a little wispy. It's a little, it's wispy. A little wispy. I think it's um, a little like Gen Z wispy. One of his. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I've called him uh, Prince Adjacent in the past. You have called him Prince Adjacent. He does have some good guitar situations. You know. Um, and uh, yeah, he's uh, his artist statement for this newest album was that. He didn't want to be separated as artists and people. He wanted to be among the people of like the people who can appreciate his art. Oh. So he wanted to be a part of that rather than it just being like, here's this and push it away. He yeah. just wanted to kind of be involved in it more. Okay. All right. Steve Lacey. 
Yeah. All right, maybe we'll put a little link up on the show page for yeah. that. Gemini Rights, check Gemini it out. Gemini Rights, okay. You guys remember Jake is sort of the co-architect on the Boiling Bones, <laughs> uh, you know, soundtrack that to our cooking lives that we have. I did create a new playlist for you guys called FLH, which is Fight Like Hell, and that's for just in the women who need to fight for the things they believe in. So that's also on my Spotify under Smirch. Um, okay, so my second one in top two, hour two, is going to be Van Restaurant. Now, I don't know if you guys have done this or been out there, but it's out in Spring Park, which is kind of out by Mound, you know, between sort of Navarre and Mound in the Lake Minnetonka area. They were, no, they were recognized recently by uh, the James Beard Awards as, you know, in the nomination, the semi semifinal process. Yep, yep. And it's a really tiny, small spot. But we, I was there with a bunch of ladies last night um, having dinner. And here's where I'm going to tell you. They had a chunk of Wagyu steak, <laughs> this beefy steak, you guys, like Wagyu, you normally get it, you know, and it's like they have, you know, I don't know, I guess I've been eating, seeing it as like sashimi on certain places, like at Billy sure, Sushi. Sure. And, but there is a trick to cooking Wagyu the right way because it is such a fatty piece of steak that if you, if you cook it too hot or if you cook it too long, that fat's going to run out and then you don't get that feeling, right? which yeah. is why you're getting it. Let me tell you, I cut into that little piece of beef and it was like, I, if you don't love fat, <laughs> maybe this feels weird, but I'm telling you that it was like, it was like silk. It yeah. was like the softest, beautiful rendition of meat that you could possibly, oh, it was just, oh. Just great it juiciness was, retention. It wasn't even about the juice. It was about that like, okay, just to get weird, but it's, it's <laughs> that like, yeah, it's just that luxurious fat, you know, that kind of gives softness to beef. Oh, it was so good. I hope I'm not grossing people out right now. I don't know if I am, but I got to tell you, like, so it was done. What I'm trying to tell you, it was done perfectly. It wasn't too red. It wasn't too not red. It, it just held itself perfectly so that it was a, it was the perfect bite. It was the Wagyu steak and van in, uh, in by Lake Minnetonka. I know. I know, and I worry about like steaks like that because like you wanna. It's a high price. I'm not gonna lie. It's a high price. I would pay for it because if it's done right. But I am scared to pay for things where yeah. if they ruin it, then it's like. Not not only is it a waste of money, it's a waste of good beef. <laughs> and it's a, yes, it is. The product itself goes into a bad space, and then you feel bad for that. Yeah, you feel bad for your wallet. You feel bad for your night because it's not like you're gonna be like, yeah, let me try it again. Right. Right. You know. No, so, <laughs> I can shout out and say that you are safe in the hands of the chefs at Vaughn, V-A-N-N, if you're looking for Wagyu beef, because that is, that stuff was, that was elite. <laughs> All right. That was the top twos and hour twos, you guys. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and try some more. We're going to talk some more food and eat some food from Mallard's coming up, uh, where we are for the next 45 minutes-ish in Bloomington with our crew here. Uh, feel free to come down and join us. You can register. We are drawing two more tickets for that Lush Birthday Bash, so... We'll, uh, we'll take a break and we'll be right back. This is the Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. Thanks for joining us today. We are live at Mallard's in Bloomington. You have a little more time to come on down and have some good times. Get we, down here. Get down here. We don't know why you're not here. Right now. Um, all right. We have David here with us again from Mallard's. David, are you the president, the CEO, the chief fry cook? What's your gig? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. <laughs> He's a career restaurant guy, I have a feeling. Did you always know you wanted to be in restaurants? Uh, yeah, my I think my sister uh, conned me into coming washing dishes when I was. That's how it happens. A wee, a wee bit. It, they they lure you. We call it lured. <laughs> yeah. You got lured. 
All right, so you have brought us some really amazing plates and put them right in front of our faces, which is just enjoying for us. Um, and let's talk about them because I kind of want to run through some of the stuff you guys offer. I love the fact that you are a seafood, you know, sort of, I want to say like seafood emphasis, a focus, but not Se- a seafood. Seafoodish. Yeah, because you, cause a lot, do you think Minnesotans need a little push to get into seafood or? Yeah, I mean, I think everybody, you know, lo- loves seafood. Uh, it's just not always the, the first thing. Right. So, you know, right. but I think it's important that, Restaurants offer for groups, to, yeah. you know, to come in. So there's something for everybody. For everybody, so. we want to cancel out the no vote. That's yeah. how we think about <laughs> it, right? So if someone's like, I don't want to eat seafood. Well, we got a burger yeah, for you. That's right. Let's talk about the lobster roll because Minnesota. I feel like all of a sudden we're kind of we've got like a lobster roll thing going on. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I think it's awesome. I think uh, lobster rolls one of my favorite things ever. Yeah. In fact, the, the weird thing is the first one I've ever had was in Denver. Oh, what? <laughs> I that does sound weird. And then I had them in Boston. Yeah. You know, but yeah, uh, yeah it was, it was the second thing I put on. So oh my God. We, we love it. And yeah. you guys, you guys, you said you're importing the bread. You're bringing the bread in. Yep. Uh, we tried a bunch of different breads, but we finally got them uh, coming in from the East Coast, the yeah. split top. The split top is key for this. Like, yep. this isn't something necessary. you can put on a bun. It's you know what I mean? Necessary. Like, you have your chicken sandwich on a bun. That works out. Yeah. But I wouldn't put... That would be weird. You know, and the difference is we... we it's, a, it's really a lobster salad, but we make ours to order. Okay. Um, and I think that's really important when you're eating lobster rolls. You make them fresh, make them to order. Yeah. During COVID, we sold lobster roll kits oh you did oh that's got everything so you could make them at home that was that was amazing that's kind of the good stuff i know a fresh i love a fresh cold you know it's got to have for me that like sort of like creamy little bite to it yeah that's great that looks delicious we're gonna get down on that let's talk about the barramundi because that's a fish that i think that a lot of people don't maybe know what it is and so, but you put on your menu, what, what's great about barramundi for you? Yeah, it's, you know, it is sea bass. It's an Asian sea bass. Yep. So, it, but it's affordable because yeah. Chilean sea bass is very expensive. Right. And restaurants have to charge a lot because they pay a lot for it. Right. So this is really nice when you can get a, a sea bass dish that's, you know, under $30. It, that's pretty amazing. <laughs> and it still has the texture. Chilean sea bass is usually really thick, and yeah. this one's a little thinner, but um, it's still got that flaky, wonderful texture. That's it, and yeah. you and it's all you know, boned and everything else. So yeah. that because yeah. I know a lot of people actually serve the barramundi as a whole fish. Right. Yeah. You know, a lot of the Asian uh, restaurants do that as a whole fish that's stuffed with herbs and stuff, which is great. But this is also just as delicious and and easier to eat yeah. a little yes. bit. I do love that. And I also think, can you tell me, like, how has seafood, has the prices gone up for you as far as seafood? Is it harder to get? I know the supply chain has been obviously yeah, hitting everybody and everything. Yeah, it's been it's been really difficult. Obviously, the prices go up, but it's not just the prices. You can't get yeah, that's some it, things. Right? And, mm-hmm. you know, walleye a couple of years, you know, for the last couple of years, uh, up and down on the size you get and yeah. how much you can get. Uh, lobster has doubled, yeah, how is more that? than doubled in price. Uh, we used to sell this for under twenty. Yeah, it's oh, not. It's anymore. not under twenty, <laughs> but it is a whole. And it is, I would say, a large portion of like a lobster salad. And I think you know that. Yeah, going and we in. use only knuckle and claw meat here, oh, which is great. the best part of the lobster. So you have to make that decision as a restaurateur. Do I go? Do I still keep the quality and raise the price, or do I hone to or keep to the price and maybe go down in quality? Right. Yeah, and it's a it's a mix. I mean, if you raise the price too high, then, then nobody gets nobody it. Nobody gets it, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. so that's a tough one. But this looks, you know, as far as it goes all across, you've seen like have your guest counts have kind of kept solid and, and yeah, everything. Yeah, I think you know we're we're uh, we're doing great. We're beating last year in great. in every restaurant, and yeah. we have for the last couple of years. Really, the first 
uh, well, June in 2020, when we were allowed to reopen, yeah. I mean, we were beating, and we were only 50% capacity inside. Right, right. We were beating the year before. Because wow. just everybody was tired of staying at home. And, yeah. Uh, the patio. I mean, we have the patios were patios. big. Yeah, yeah. I remember that as being yeah. a very big thing. Yeah, you guys do have patios that are yep. great. Uh, every every location in Minnesota has a patio. So. Okay, marvelous. All right, so tell us about the hot chicken sandwich. How do you feel about it's that? It's hot. It's too hot for me. Is it too hot for you? <laughs> it's too hot. But when I when there's an extra one, yeah, I know I shouldn't eat it, but I take a bite and I'm just like, oh my gosh! So and I finish the whole thing. And do you guys make this hot sauce yourself? <laughs> yep. Okay. Yep, and do. do you want to tell us what's it like? What kind of? Uh, well, it's really a traditional. You know, it's probably ten years ago when my one of my sons came back from California. The famous. I know there's a Nashville has. There's a famous, Nashville, yeah. yeah. There's. Yeah. But he had it actually in California. Oh. And he says, Dad, you got to put this on the menu. And we did some research, came up with it, um, and it's been one of our top five selling dishes ever since wow so, yeah. hattie b's is the one that's the big one in nashville yeah. that is the kind of yeah. like the beginning of it all our our uh nashville we, we we you make an oil really yeah with lots of uh spices and a little brown sugar and you dip the chicken in the oil oh, so right. our oil is just as good or not better than hattie b's but that's all they do is fried chicken yeah so no i know that's my they thing, have some right? awesome fried chicken have you had any of the other fried chicken sandwiches around town to compare oh, yeah. yeah they're awesome everybody yeah. i think everybody does a great job the obviously i think mine's the best but <laughs> you should <laughs> there's be a, a lot of you should be a cheerleader for your there, own stuff there's, there's a lot of a lot of good chicken sandwiches around town i will tell you that the one uh just to comparison the poultry geist at revival yeah. is too hot for me like that is that is hot. Yeah. That stuff we is have, We have hot. a step up from this on our uh, Charlie Cat Chicken with ghost pepper, but oh, that's not this. This, <laughs> is, just this is not ghost pepper, normal. but you have like a you have like a oh, yeah. like a an insider's yeah. a hothead's yeah. desire, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> totally a secret weapon. People are crazy. We're gonna talk about hot stuff in the next segment because I want you to know about some stuff. But um, but I do love the I love the turn of the hot chicken because it it's a little bit you know like. How many smash burgers can we all eat? I mean, I know I can eat a lot, but sometimes I'm looking for something else. So well, this really, good. to me, this kind of replaces buffalo chicken. Right? Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's really, oh, for sure. buffalo chicken was a thing a while back. Yeah. Now that's now it's kind Nashville of chicken. Thing. Talk to me about the ceviche. So um, we, we do cook the shrimp um, and the okay. crab. So, uh, but it is a form of like ceviche, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just really fresh summer ingredients, fresh pico, fresh avocado, little lime juice, it's simple. What are the fish in there besides the, it's just... It's just crab and oh, shrimp. Okay, so it is. So yeah. those are cooked. So because traditional ceviche, you know, you take maybe a white fish, you right, right, right. cure it or cook it with the lime yeah. juice, but you're saying this is a little bit yeah. more like toothy. So this is uh, almost... I, I've had it so many times in Houston. <laughs> yeah. If you ever get down there, there's a place yeah. called Goody Seafood. Oh, okay. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, like I said, that was the first thing we put on the menu. So yeah. I recreated it in my head. So how we all do this. We yeah, all travel. Right. We all find flavors we love. Yep. We bring them home. And we hope that we can do them justice. Okay, one more thing. What is this? Corn fritters. The corn Because it is National Alote Corn Fritter Day. Corn fritters. Day today. <laughs> a little uh, bang bang sauce on top. I'm just going to eat it I'm gonna, while you're talking cream. about it. Going for it. So good. Just the right amount of crunch. And then that corn and... Uh, it's good. That's really good. <laughs> it's in my it's in my mouth, and I love that. Corn fritters are tough because I think you can like overdo them and they yeah. get hard. This is so really nice and soft. You 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 bake some in the oven for oh. a little bit, but if you overcook them, then it's it's too dry because you're going to cook them again. Right. I know. No, those yeah. are wonderful. All right, David. Thank you so thank much you. for the menu preview.
We're at Mallard's. We're going to be here for a little bit longer. We're going to take a break, and we're going to come back. This is a Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. I'm basically eating right now, and that's the hard part about this show is that we really work to make you guys hungry, and then when there's food here, that's hard to be a broadcaster. So anyway, welcome back to Weekly Dish. We're here. We're here. Jake Larson is here. Mm-hmm. Seth March is here. Polly's here. Everybody else is here. We've got a great team down here at Mallard's today, and uh, we're in Bloomington, and we're having a good time. We are going to do... You have time to come down here and get your... your took us down here and put your name into a registration box so that we can draw for uh, the big party, because we're going to draw in the next hour for the My Talk 20th Birthday Bash at Lush Lounge and Theater on July 21st. All right. So... What we have here, you guys, is um, we got the spicy chicken sandwich from uh, from David Mallard here, mm-hmm. and I wanted to talk a little bit about spicy stuff because we have in the magazine this month in July we have a feature called Local Burn, and so what we did was we kind of thought about the fact that when it's hot out, you know what I mean? You are there's science behind this, you guys. Follow <laughs> the science. There is science that if you eat spicy foods, you start to sweat, and then that cools you off, right? So. You heat yourself up from the inside, and it cools you off on the outside, works right? Works for me. It works for you. Yeah. You like a spicy food. Oh, yeah. Now, you were raised... We didn't, like, throw peppers into your baby bottle or anything, but <laughs> that sounds like something I would do. But yeah. we, you know, I know, you guys are all doubting that I didn't. But <laughs> but nonetheless, you kind of... We've always had, like, hot sauces and everything around. Yeah. And you and your friends actually went through a phase where you were, like, making hot sauces all the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And big like, time, big time. Like, ghost peppers. Like, they grew ghost peppers so that they could make their own hot sauces. Yeah, I was more of a, uh, a standby. But, yeah. like, <laughs> I was watching them, tasting it. Right. But, uh, it was good to be there for that process. Right. <laughs> so, I think that in the in the story in the magazine we talked, I kind of decided to break it out. Because here's the deal. Heat and spiciness, like, as we were talking about, Dave was saying that that chicken sandwich is too spicy for him. And mm-hmm. for me, I'm like, it was the perfect amount. That's good for me. I yeah. could even go a little higher on it. I'm not going to lie. I'm comfortable sitting there. Um, but, uh, I, I mean, I could go a little, I, I could take a little bit more. You could. But, like, I feel like that's... You're happy with that. Yes. Like, you're happy with the fact that it gives you a spice. You're still getting the flavor. Because yeah. that's really the key thing with eating with spicy foods. You still have to be able to taste your food, in exactly. my mind. And I feel like for us as eaters, that's kind of where we go, right? I always dislike... Uh, spicy for spicy's sake. Yes. It has to That's taste fair. good, and That's I can true. deal with the spice. That's true. So, like, and I'm with David. This is a little couple of ticks out of my this is a little spicy bit. range. Okay. I don't want to touch their But it's pepper. great. You don't want to touch the ghost pepper one? No. <laughs> okay. So I would tell you that this is, a very, this is a very subjective thing, right? I mean, there are people who are like us and feel this way. There are other people who are searching for the hottest dang thing they can put in their face. Yeah. And I would also say that the more spicy food you eat, obviously you get, you level up. So if you've been eating spicy food for a bunch of years, it's a potential that you need to keep seeking the big stuff, right? But I will say, the, like the quality, the like the type of spice is insanely different. Like, True. Like, um, like spicy Mexican food, like that is normally pretty fine for me. But like really spicy Indian food destroys me. Oh, destroys different, me. Different peppers have yeah. different effects in yeah. your mind. Well, so I broke it down into three kinds, and the first kind of spicy I think is like that Minnesota burn right which is sort of a chill it's got a little bit of spice to it it's not gonna you know it's like when you take the spicy mayo on the sushi right sure the volcano the volcano bowl at song tea and poke was the one I called out I like that yeah maybe jalapeno we'll... poppers right okay those are kind of Minnesota spicy maybe a little bit of togarashi yeah yeah, yeah. and then
then you have your next level, and that's kind of like your entry, right? Mm-hmm. Um, even like a Bloody Mary, you know, if there's like a little bit of horseradish in the Bloody Mary, that's a Minnesota spicy. The next level, though, I think is pro level. And that's where you kind of get into the stuff that's a little bit hotter, a little bit searing, a little bit like a lot. No? Polly's got a no, no. on that. A hard no. no. No? No. That's where I would put like Indian food. Well, actually, there's some Indian food that goes way above and yeah. they're wicked hot. Yeah. But I would say that there is um, the one that I took. So, Jake, I did make him come to dinner with me because that's what ha- that's his entire life is me making him do things. Jealous. Um, I know. Yeah. I know. No, which, I'm forever grateful. Yeah. <laughs> so we went to a place in um, in Dinky Town called Legendary Spice. And right. if you guys have ever heard of it, it's this really, it's they moved. So they're in a new location in a new building. But what's awesome about them is that they have two locations, one in Dinky Town and one in Chengdu, China. That's it. Whoa. That's it. One location in China, one loca- location here. <laughs> and it's a family, and they have kids who went to the U of M. And so that's a reason why. <laughs> oh, so cool. It's so cool. So here's what I love about them. First of all, hot pot. You got to mm-hmm. go have hot pot. They have an all-you-can-eat hot pot situation for like 34 bucks, And hot pot is where you sit down, and they have this boiling. You know, they have this, like, little contraption of you know, broth, and then you get little things and you dip them and cook them in the broth, mm-hmm. and it's amazing, fun things. But what I want to talk about there is we went to a dinner, we tried something called dry chili chicken, and this was definitely put forth with Szechuan peppercorns, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is a different kind of spice. Now, have you ever had Szechuan peppercorn kind of spice? Not to my knowledge. Because what that does, you guys, in your mouth, it's not a hot that burns, it's not a hot that makes you go... You know, one of those things. Mm-hmm. It's it's a numbing. It's like a numbing of your it mouth. Hmm. It's like a tingling, weird, spicy numb of your face. I remember when I was okay. little, you sent me to one of my friends' houses with a bag of Szechuan little tiny crabs. Yeah. Um, oh, and yeah. Then, and we had no idea what we were getting into. So you just have a bunch of little <laughs> nerds playing Dungeons and Dragons with <laughs> flaming mouths. Just... <laughs> Not even knowing Not what we were knowing. dealing with. I know. That was fun. I do that to you guys. Um, but I do think there's something. So what I learned about the Szechuan peppercorns, they really, the reason that they are part of, and actually they're, they're less peppercorn than they are a berry of a bush, like, a, like kind of a dried berry. Mm, and mm. The, the ancient cuisine, the whole point of it was so that you would eat, it would numb your mouth so that you could eat more spicy peppers because the health benefit is so good for your body. That was the wow. whole tradition. <laughs> wow. So this is where I feel like you need to start going out and getting, you know, like Szechuan peppercorn laid in dishes. And then and then your mouth would be numb, Polly, so that you could eat that chicken after that. Excellent. So you're in? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it's it literally the health benefits of getting your metabolism revved up. Sure. Cooling you down when it's sweaty hot. All right, so that's your pro, that's your pro level burn, is what I'm saying. There's a couple other places in the in the magazine. I do want to talk about the hottest dish in the Twin Cities is, I don't know if you guys know about this, mm-hmm. what okay. would you think it would be? Where do you, who do you, like any guesses? Anybody out there? Hottest dish in the Twin Cities? Who would maybe make that? No? I got nothing. Chirp, 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 chirp. That's fine. Yep. I'm <laughs> it's, it's close to that. It's not B-Dub's wings. It's the wings at D-Spot in Maplewood. You guys, they have two kinds of these wings that are, we're going to talk about the seppuku wings. Oh, my God. And if you know what seppuku <laughs> is, that's the ritual of suicide by Japanese sword. You know, so basically, you guys, these wings are so hot, you need a, they, it takes 24 hours to make these wings. 24 hours, you need to sign a waiver. <laughs> they will not let you, this is up in Maplewood, D-Spot. 
They will not let you have these wings. And also, there's two levels. The first level, you have to, there's 24 hour wait, you have to sign a waiver. And then, and that's, I think, the Zyshan wings. And then the Sapuku, you have to have passed Zyshan wings to get to the Sapuku. Oh. Like, you don't get to just walk in and be like, yeah, I like hot food. Let me have the wings. They're like, well, first of all, you have to wait a day. Second of all, you have to sign this waiver. Third of all, have you also suffered through the torment, the ring of hell, before you get to the next level? Like you have, they have to prove also that you're not going to sue them. It's a I mean, trial. <laughs> it is wow. a trial. It is a serious thing. And so, if you're in for that, here's the best part, you guys. I just want to say, if you're thinking about it at all, the thing I want you to think about is a long-term commitment, and that means not just the moment, but the next couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> So you yeah. can't order yeah. those today. You have to order them you can, today and you get them tomorrow. You would call in and, yeah, you would say that, like, I'm going to come in tomorrow for those. They take 24 hours. Wow. And there's a waiver. Yeah, I think I, you might have to go there, sign the waiver, and then say, we'll be back tomorrow. But I'm telling you, like, again, you need a couple days' commitment for this. <laughs> because also you will wake up later in the morning, like in the middle of the night, going, oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Things are still on fire. It's not your mouth that you need to worry about is what I'm trying Whoa. to tell you in the nicest way. You will be visited upon by the wings again. In the, it, I, if you Whoa. don't know what you mean, we can talk about it in the break. <laughs> but here's the thing is like, I want you guys to know that there are people who travel to do this. There are people who fly in from all over the country to go to this spot and you can find them on YouTube. If you want to watch somebody suffer the torments of the, uh, the ghost pepper. And then of course, there's always that guy, you guys, right? Who's like, yeah, I got it, whatever. And he actually does. And he eats like four or five and he's like, whatever. And I'm like, I want to cut to him <laughs> later. Right. Like, yes. I, I want a long-term video follow on that guy because some people can eat like three or four and they don't get affected until it hits you. So I'm just saying. Your delicate innards. Yes. I will tell you. I will tell you that on this very broadcast, on this show, we did my friend Heather Manley, whose birthday, ha happy birthday, Heather. Uh, she, it was her birthday last night. She and I, she came on the show a couple years ago. We ate the ghost pepper pocky chip. You guys remember oh, that? Oh, my God. Barbie, you remember? You guys, that was a moment where, like, I, I literally was sweating, and I was talking so fast. I couldn't <laughs> stop talking. Like, I was like, oh, my God. And it was like, it was an unbelievable rush, and it was so hot, and then... I had to go host a thing, an event mm. afterwards. And um, yeah, that was, I literally was pounding water and hoping I wasn't going to puke at the event Ugh. that I was emceeing. And I just sat there breathing like this, and everyone's like, um, are you okay? Apparently, Heather did puke later. Uh, you know, she left the show. But that's kind of one of those things where, you know, you know what you have to commit to. Oh, no, I remember you came home that day. Your eyes were different than when you left. <laughs> <laughs> like, you were a different person. I might have, I might have achieved a, not even Nirvana really as much as just, yeah, it was how it was. You've seen some things. What is it? <laughs> yes, it's true. Okay, you guys, we're gonna take a quick break, <laughs> and when we come back, we're gonna talk locals to love, but we are also gonna do that drawing. We've got two winners on deck. We are the Weekly Dish Red Mallards in Bloomington. They open their. Uh, Shakopee store today. So if you can't make it out here for brunch or get out there, go to Shakopee and hang yeah. out. We'll be right back. Thanks for joining us today on Weekly Dish. If you've tuned in, thanks for being out here at Mallard's, you guys. Um, you know, it's been a great, just totally fun morning. And I'm so sorry that Hanson had to miss it, but I'm not sorry that I got to hang out with Jakey on the radio. So that's a nice thing. That's a nice thing. That's right. Jay and baby. 
He needs to DM that or something. I don't know. But anyway, we're going to draw for the birthday bash. The next set of tickets to the birthday bash winners. And the winner is... Um, can you read that? No. No. I have really... Oh, wait, I put my glasses on. Is it Martha? Is it Matthew? I can't tell. That could be a Martha. It's a Martha? You have to be present to win. Are you here, Martha? Is it Martha? You don't have to be present. Oh, I'm just kidding. You don't have to be present. Martha. Okay. Okay, Martha. Oh. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. Yay, Martha. All right. All right. She drove by, came in and put her name in, and then, you know, GTF. That's it. All right. Well, we're glad that you guys showed up, and we're glad that you guys had a good time today. I'm so happy for that. I do have an extra fritter here if anybody needs one. So, <laughs> um, th- so much fun. Yeah, maybe Martha's out on the patio, right? No? Okay. Well, anyway, thank you guys again. And again, you know, if you guys, the Lush uh, 20th Birthday Bash at Lush is on July 21st. Should be a good time. We're all sorts of good things. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about Locals to Love. That's usually what we do around this time, about some of the fun things going on in the town. What are you excited for this weekend going on? Anything fun? Uh, what are we going to right after this? It's a street art fair? Yes. I know. Let me see if I can pull it up. Yeah. No, nope, that's not it. Um, there's a, you guys, there's a really cool thing happening. It's called like Lake Street Fair, I think, or, or Lynn Lake. It's anyway, it's, a, it's Lynn Lake, and it's a graffiti art kind of cool thing happening. And they're doing, they have, thir- they have like more than 30 wall murals and artists from all over the country are coming in to spray paint. And Jake's a little bit, a little bit of a graffiti boy. Uh, he yeah. kind of wishes he were a little <laughs> bit more of a graffiti boy. Yeah. But we definitely, um, we definitely love that kind of stuff. So that's fun. Don't have the practice I'd like, but. <laughs> well, you don't. We don't really have walls for you to kind of hit up. Yeah. But yeah. Nonetheless, um, letting you know that uh, there is something called Francis Fest. I'm talking about more vegan stuff. There's definitely a lot of vegan things happening. Okay. Francis Fest is sort of celebrating the Francis Burger Joints which is the food truck in front of Sociable Cider Works. And today they're having like a big party there. They're doing, they've got tie-dyeing, they've got dunk tanks, they've got, you know, all sorts of vendors that are hanging out, a lot of vegan food. Um, and it's called Francis Fest, and it's at Sociable Cider Works today. If you, they, I will tell you this, you guys. Of the vegan burgers that are out there, the plant-based burgers, I have a hard time with some of them, just not feeling like you need to waste your time just tasting ketchup and... You know, like the stuff on top of them. Because at that point, I'm just going to have, you know, the vegetables, I guess, without the other Franken food inside of it. But I still think it's come a long ways. Don't steer away from it anymore. That used to be, ooh, that's gross. Not anymore. That's really something you need to experience. How lovely that we get to pick our vegan burgers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So I would say this Francis Fest, this, you guys, their plant-based burgers are delicious. And I just, they're just like, they're, the, it may not taste like a burger burger, but it is an experience of the best kind for that kind of burger. There you go. So okay. I'm going to say that. And here's the good news. They are now opening a brick and mortar in the old Senyai Senlek space in Northeast. You guys were dip, dipped in debris was over oh, on Central. Do you guys yeah, remember yeah, that? Yeah. Right? Okay. So they're going to open there, which is really great. So that's fun. Um, also going on right now, the Hopkins Raspberry Festival. Have you guys, has anybody ever gone out? It's the 88th year to the Hopkins. <laughs> You did get one? Oh, my God, you guys. We got, uh, we got a winner here who's like, uh, she's had the A to Z Creamery Raspberry Pint. A to Z Creamery is the secret ice cream place where it's like a cult. 
It's like a cult. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. Because what you do is you have to put your name in, and then you have to, like, wait for them to pick you, I think. Is it? Or... They just, oh, they did. Random. Wow. Yeah, I know. I know. We have to make ice cream. I yeah. haven't done it yet this summer, but <laughs> usually make a good. Usually make a basil ice cream every year, which is really nice. I know. We've it's got, nice to make basil ice cream, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Always, it's a good thing. Um, we've got some nectarines in the fridge right now. That's right. We said we were going to make nectarine ice cream. Yeah. I could do that. Now that they've gotten like nice and sugary soft. Right, right. I think we're at a good time for it. What, would we, what flavor would we put with nectarine? Because I feel like you'd have to go nectarine and something. Like maybe nectarine and... My first thought is lime. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, we could go variety with ways with it. We could maybe do a sorbet with that, and then we can add tequila to it. So (laughs) that's how that goes. We could make a frosty thing. Um, Here's something that's happening today, too, you guys, that I think is something that very cool that happens every year, the co-op farm tour. And what that is is I've done that with your brother, Matt, Jake. um, Okay. uh, Is that you basically, there are like something like 30-some farms. or No, there's like 21 farms. Um, between, you know, Minnesota and a little bit over into Wisconsin. And there's some in the city. There's some urban farms. There's some farms, you know, like rural farms. And they're open. It's like an open house for farms today. And you have, there's like a little map that you can download from the site. And you can just drive around and visit the farms and see what they're growing, see how they're growing it. Sometimes they have games. Sometimes they have, like, tastings. You can totally buy things from the farm stand. We've gone out and we did a kale tasting at one place. I know that doesn't sound like a party, but it is for nerds like me. And, um, but you know, sometimes it's fun. And they have like berry picking that they let you do. They have demos you can do. If you have kids and are looking for something to do with them today, go find one of these farms. And they, they have like animal petting and all sorts of fun stuff like that. So it sounds I, great. I, it's a fun thing. Yeah. No, it well, like a and good also time. like showing your kids where the food that they're eating comes from. I mean, we all the know. The grocery store. But there's one more step. There's just one more step. Um, There's a couple other things I wanted to shout out. Two sort of big beer uh, taproom party places today. We have um, Bauhaus Brew Labs. It is their eighth anniversary. They are kicking hard with good times today. Lots of good times. And what's important is that our friend John Whitley, Mm -hmm. his two Mm -hmm. trucks are going to be there. The Animales Burger Truck and the Animales Barbecue Truck. And this is important. This is really important. Texas Jake's Brisket Week is happening at the barbecue truck. There's a guy on his staff, Texas Jake, and he's doing all sorts of Texas barbecue. He's taking over. He's taking over. And so, like, that's worth it alone. And yeah. then they're having bands and, like, solid golds on at 7 and all sorts of fun stuff. Yeah. So I would go to Bauhaus for that. No, that sounds amazing. Um, the other one is Falling Knife Brewing, and they are de- they're in Northeast. They've got a live inside summer brewery fest today. And... I love about them is that they've got some collabs. They've got Raging Demon collab with Toppling Goliath Brews, which they're in town a lot. Those guys are great. Um, they they also have Jello shots. So ooh, mm. I think that's all I have to say about that. Yeah. Ding. Right. No, nothing else. Nothing else. So what are you excited for today, Polly? What are you doing? Uh, I whole lot plan. I'm gonna hit the United game tonight. Oh, you are. Yeah. Okay, this is exciting. Are they yeah. doing well? Sure. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) The Aurora is tomorrow. Can we get a shout-out to the ladies of the Aurora Football Club? You guys undefeated, and they're playing. This is the lady. Do you know about the Aurora Club, Jake? I've heard. I've heard a little mix. Well, it's the women's community soccer team. We should go. And they're playing out at the the, the TCO, right? Yep, Pilot Knob Road and all that stuff. Shout-out, ladies. Go kick some ball, if you will. I'm going to go hit the bar for a gin and tonic. 
Get that gin and tonic on, Polly. Jake, thanks for hanging, Jay, baby. Everybody yeah. at Mallers, thanks, everybody. Woo! Remember their Shakopee location opens today. Ciao, ciao, everyone.